just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. You know, uh, a big part of why I do what I do is this idea of discipleship, helping you grow spiritually, talking about different things related to scripture, unpacking them, having people on who can really give us insight into scripture. That understanding is very foundational in the life of any Christian. And if you're a Christian, uh, especially if you're a new Christian, or maybe you've been a Christian, or thought of yourself as a Christian for a long time, but never really focused on, on the growth aspect of it, that is what we are called to do. We are called to grow in Christ, to increase in our knowledge and understanding and the application of Scripture. And fortunately, you're not alone. I mean, you know, obviously we've got the Bible. We've got the Holy Spirit to help guide us into all truth. And then God raises up people to walk with us on this journey. And I've got one such gentleman with me. He is a close friend of the ministry. In fact, he's on the board here at Life Outreach International. Um, he pastored uh, for 33 years over in Dallas, a church called Sojourn Church that they didn't mean to start, but God started it for them. Uh, and, and then recently he passed that on to Pastor Chris McRae, uh, who you'll see on Life Today Live very soon. Uh, and now he is focusing exclusively on what he calls advanced foundations and these are scriptural foundations uh great to have you guys judy i hope you're doing well anybody else watching live feel free to chime in pastor i can still call you pastor right terry pastor terry uh, moore great to yeah. have you on life today live good to see you oh randy thank you for having me it's an honor to be on so i want to show people um some of the the books in the series here uh and i've got them all right here and these are these are great sort of uh almost I don't want to say sermons, more more like a, a, a guide for these different areas of life. But tell me in your words, where did this come from? Why is this something that you are spending so much time and energy uh, doing? Years ago, when we uh, started the church, I mean, I think from the very beginning, it's our hearts, like you just got through expressing, uh, we're supposed to make disciples. Well, you can't make a disciple. You can be a disciple, but at the same time, it's still the most difficult thing to do. You And we also felt like that you can't be a disciple if you don't spend any time in the Word. You have to know the Word of God. And um, you know our background uh, with your father and mother for years and the really a foundation they laid in our lives changed our lives way back in the 80s. And um, so when we started the church, you know, I had a dream and I woke up and I saw this, it was a foundation, like a monument stone out in front of a building and said advanced foundations. And I looked at it and I woke up and go, what is that? And I felt like the Lord said, what you teach is foundational, but it's advanced foundations for some and, and it's gonna go worldwide. I thought, well, I don't know how that's gonna happen, but so we began to put things into uh, some kind of order and uh, I began to put these things in order. And then not long after that, I had a, I was actually watching um, Christian TV and I saw the lectern, someone who was preaching behind and had this very ornate cross in it. A fellow Lord spoke to me and said, the cross is the key. So that's the first book. 
the first book that we did. And um, the cross is the key. It says in 1 Corinthians, you know, it says the cross, the message of the cross, it's the power of God for those who are being saved. That's foolishness to those who are perishing, but, but for us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Understanding everything that Jesus did for us at the cross is absolutely foundational and is paramount for, our, for us to walk in any kind of victory. So that's the reason we did the, uh, the cross, the key. And uh, show the book here, I know you've got one too. And so we started with that. And then um, just continued to the teachings, whatever God would give me, I just began to put those into some kind of form, taught them many, many times. And then at the same time, it's hard uh, passing the church to really put material together. So what's happened is, is that as we transitioned the church in January of 2020, Pastor Chris McRae, uh, that gave me the opportunity to now be focused on putting his materials together. And we've taught them in the church. Uh, some of these we've actually taught uh, different parts of the world. I mean, we've actually been, um, we do some, uh, not extensive mission work, but we've been doing mission work since the early 90s. And uh, we've traveled lots of different parts of the world. So we've taught many of these things in those areas. In fact, we've got some of these, these books are being translated right now into different languages. Nice. nice. So it's really amazing what God's allowed us to be a part of. So um, just on a technical note, for those of you watching, there's some hiss on uh, his mic that's coming through occasionally. So we'll hope that that uh, doesn't d disrupt the conversation. But if you're wondering what that is, just let you know, it's not you. It's it's us, not you. Um, when, just on, on just sort of a, a note of, because, you know, we have scripture. Some people would say, we've got the Bible. Why do I need something else? Why is it important sometimes to have someone to help us understand scripture, to walk us through, to basically disciple us? Why is that necessary at times? I think it's important to have some kind of a systematic Bible teaching, Bible study, something. Mm -hmm. uh, for myself, you know, if you're really disciplined, you know, you can do your Bible study and read every day and do different things. Most people are not that disciplined <laughs> and they need something to be able to do or follow. And so that's the reason that we've done these in books and manuals and we've recorded them too. So we've encouraged people to, you know, they want, I don't know what to do. Well, watch, you can go online, you can watch a 25 minute video. You have a manual that you can basically follow what's being said, take your own notes. And what we've encouraged people to do, it's about a year. If you would take one year and you would go through this material and you'd watch the videos, all you have to do is like one a week, because there are like 52 of them if you would go through there and take notes. And then what we encourage people to do is that, you know, and there's lots of other good Bible studies, so we're not saying we're the only one. We're just, just we're, we're saying, look, we have something. Then what we've encouraged people to do, why don't you then put together a, a small group, maybe your family, and you lead it, do the same thing. It's a 25 minute video, take about 25, 30 minutes to talk about the material and, and then get, people to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, what's funny is that's what Paul was doing. I mean, part, yeah. much of our new Testament is Paul discipling others and what he knows of Christ. Uh, and so yeah. it's a very biblical model 
that, that you're doing. And I love the topics that you're hitting on. So the first one, uh, the cross is the key. That is the starting place. And, and if anyone wants to be a Christian, to understand anything about Christianity, to know God, that is the starting point. You must be born again, Scripture tells us. And so the, right. the cross is the key. The second one, I've got my copy here, yeah. is I think uh, you look at this and you go, oh, well, he, he wrote this in light of the current mayhem that's going on in our society. You go, no, he's been teaching this for quite a while. This is foundational <laughs> too. And that is love and identity and purpose. And it's funny because, you know, 10 years ago I'd have gone, yeah, we need to talk about purpose. That's a burning thing in everybody's hearts. And, and we need to understand love and this identity. Yeah, I get that. Now identity is like the big thing. <laughs> so yeah. what are you talking about in love, identity, and purpose? Well, I think the, the key things are number one is that the love of the Father is the most life-transforming thing there is. If we don't really receive His love, it's hard to, to love as Jesus commanded us to love. And the other issue is identity mm -hmm. I, and purpose. These are the things that everybody is struggling with today. Uh, very few people really know love. They're looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to find love in a man or a woman. You're going to find love from God. He is a source of love. He is love. And then identity is what really what you just mentioned. Talk about struggling. People have lost their way. But my identity is not the sum total of what's happened to me in my life. My identity is who God says that I am. Yep, that's it. And that is what the devil hates. Uh, I share in here that you see the very first time that the enemy came against Jesus in Luke chapter 4, he challenged, he said, if you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. Well, the Father had just spoken from heaven, said, you are my mm -hmm. beloved Son, and you I'm well pleased. He, when I saw that, I went, oh my goodness. He challenged the words of the Father to the Son about his, his beloved, loved, and identity. And when I saw that, I went, wow. If the enemy challenged Jesus on the words of the Father, he's wearing us out. And I mean, that's a huge, huge issue. And of course, our purpose is to, we get to join him in, uh, in seeing the kingdom of God come on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's, it's a hugely important issue. Well, yeah, as, to use the word you use, it's foundational. And, and what you find is that when people don't derive their identity from who God says we are, but they decide it's maybe who society says we are, who TikTok says we are, or who I say I am, or who, right. you know, we get it from some false source. That uh, misunderstanding of identity mm -hmm. leads you to a position where you don't even know what love looks like. You don't know what love is. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't understand that, you're never ever going to find your purpose and it just it's misguided and i'm not here to condemn anyone who is confused right. in in such regard or struggling in that way i'm here to encourage them to point back to the foundation that you are pointing to that says yeah. go find out who god says you are yeah. that's where you're going to find security and stability and wholeness and love and purpose so you you're really hitting it that with with that one and, and a great foundational piece. I, I want to move on to the next one because I'm suspecting that free indeed, 
I recognize that title. My dad's used that title for a few sermons. I'm guessing that that one's a, a bit of a personal one to you. What are you talking yeah, about in that? It is, and um, in his book, Thank God I'm Free, um, he mentions us in there. Yeah. Because we were part of that original deal. So, yes, Free Indeed is, uh, you know, back to the old Milton Green in the word seminar kind of a deal. It's similar from the standpoint that you know, what our premise is this, Jesus paid in full at the cross, paid in full. There, if you're waiting for Jesus to do something, then you've missed it because mm-hmm. he's already done it. Mm-hmm. So the, the point is, is that I was sitting in church. I grew up in church. And if somebody say, are you free? I go, well, of course I'm free, I'm going to church. And I was in bondage. And I go to James's meeting in August of 1982 and literally got set free. And I got filled with the Spirit. I got a revelation of the love of the Father. And I didn't know there was, I didn't even know anything about spiritual warfare. I thought, spiritual warfare is not my problem. That's your problem, God. <laughs> and found out I was a POW. Didn't even know there was a war going on. Got completely set free. Discovered, obviously, the victory that Jesus had already paid for. And so, yes, free indeed is very much, and this is something that um, we've taught hundreds of times. I've taught it all over the world. Yeah. I mean, we've taught all over places in Europe, been in Turkey multiple times, uh, Asia. Um, and so we have really, and we do this as a seminar a couple of times a year at the church too. It's hard to just do it. You know, there's so much information and, and it's designed to help you Discover truth, because it says the truth will make you free. Mm-hmm. So we want to discover truth and expose any lie. Because if a lie, if you believe a lie, then it's gonna it's gonna keep you in bondage. So again, it's not that we're Jesus has already done everything, he's paid everything, mm-hmm. but sometimes we just don't know everything right. that he's done for us. Right, right. And that and that's a key word because it's not just the truth will set you free, it's you will know the truth. And the truth yeah. will set you free. That's what we don't know. So when we when you say bondage uh, and and becoming free, I, I think to some people that may be a little unclear or confusing. Um, we get that someone who is not a Christian is a slave to sin. Scripture says, you know, they are in spiritual bondage. What what do you see? Because you've taught this, like you said, in your church, other churches, uh, experienced it yourself. What what are some of the things that you find? Christians in the church are often in bondage to? Well, a lot of times there's there's lots of bondages, but I'd still say that we still really don't know the love of the Father, don't know our identity, mm-hmm. and don't really know what we're called to. So we get caught up in a lot of the things in the, the world. And Jesus said, in the world, you're going to have tribulation. He said, but in me, you have peace. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things, and what we try to do is walk through real simple trying to help people forgive because it's still a con- it's still an issue. Yep. We try to help people understand that you are connected to your family. And so the generational things that you inherit mm-hmm. uh, and they, they just are sort of normal. I've, I'm, the, you know, I'm the more family is like this. Well, that may not be God. <laughs> there are things that are going on. Now the medical profession says, tell me your family history. Uh, you inherit things. So there could be things there that, that are just, you don't have to have those things. And then we talk about 
um, really the mind. The battle is in the mind. Mm -hmm. And the, the enemy attacks the mind. He attacks the character of God, and he attacks who you are in Christ. So we talk about those things. So there's, again, if I believe in a lie, I'm not going to walk in freedom. Mm -hmm. And it's not that Jesus has to do anything else. I just need to discover the truth. Yep. And I need to reject the lie. So that's sort of we walk through, and then we walk through. There's a lot of areas of trauma that people don't realize that trauma is really an open door for hurts and wounds, and it can be healed. And uh, and so that's really what we do. We just we help people. We that's our goal: discover truth, and and hopefully expose some lies. Mm -hmm. And that's really and it what we tell people is that this is not a one-time deal. It, it, Last time I checked, we're supposed to grow up and look like Jesus. Mm -hmm. I don't completely look like Jesus yet, so therefore it's a journey that we're still on. That's called discipleship. And so we just keep encouraging people to, you know, the Holy Spirit can reveal all kinds of things and sometimes only reveals certain levels right. that's all we can handle. Right. If we'll keep growing, he'll keep doing more work. Yep. And so it's not, again, it's not... There's nothing lacking on God's end. It's just we don't know the truth, and that truth is literally a person, but we don't really know it to the degree that really it's available to us. Yeah, and it is available to us. And, then, and you know, I, I appreciate you unpacking that because that's where pe a lot of people live. I mean, we all live there to some degree uh, because it's not that you, you become a Christian and now you've arrived and, you know, right. then what? It's a journey. It's a lifelong journey, and that's the way God made us. So there's no yeah. shame in where you're at on your journey as yeah. long as you're moving in the right direction. You're moving right. to, to conform more to Christ, which is to know him more, which is God's desire for all of us. So it's very encouraging. when you, It's freeing when you go, oh, okay, I'm not perfect. God gets that, but he is yeah. perfecting me, uh, and this is how we do it through this kind of discipleship. I want to show people your website real quick. This is uh, advancedbiblicalfoundations.org. Uh, you can go there, and Pastor Terry Moore will uh, walk you through a lot of these issues, the resources there, videos there. You, you can get the books if you want the books. But more importantly, uh, you've got someone who has many years of experience of walking with people in discipleship who is saying now, you know, that he's retired from pastoring every Sunday, He's available to pastor every day with every you day. right now. And so it's a great thing. Now, I'm probably, I'm not going to be able to get through all six of these. So you guys are going to have to go to the website and, and see the other ones. I'll tell you what they are. But again, this next, these are all very important, basic things. And this next one uh, is one of those that people, you might hear uh, someone say this and you might go, is that possible? Or you might think, well, I know that great spiritual leader it can do this thing, but I don't think I can do this thing. And that is this idea of hearing God. And there are those in the church that will tell you if it's not written in the Bible, then it's not God. And if you actually read the Bible, you go, I don't know how you read that and get that. But it's also dicey. It's a little uh, humanity can get in the way of this. And not everyone that says they hear God is hearing God. So you have to have some discernment. But uh, the next book in the series, let me grab it. See, I've got show and tell here. Hearing yeah. God. Uh, and Pastor Terry, I would love to hear where you go with this because 
you know the pitfalls of of this no. telling people they can hear god and they come up to you and tell you some crazy things <laughs> how do you know we can hear god and how do we do it in the right way yeah well randy you're exactly right but he does say my sheep hear my voice and that's what jesus said and then in john 16 this is when the holy spirit comes he's going to lead you into all truth he says he will not speak on his own but what he hears he will tell you uh, I've looked all those words up, and it, it, there's communication there. Mm -hmm. Now, again, you, it has to be grounded in the Word of God, and that's you, you have to know what the Word says. God does not speak contrary to His Word, just right. doesn't. Right. And so you have to know the Word, but a lot of times we either don't know that we can hear, and we don't really know how to hear. And so it's pretty simple. I'm just, we're just taking a pretty simple deal, not trying to make scholars or, or prophets out of anybody. We're just saying, look, you can deepen your relationship with God and you can be, you can tune in. Um, we talk about this all the time, but there's, there's signals going on all the time right now. We can't see them, <clears throat> but if we could tune in, we could hear them. So there's AM and FM and all these different um, stations, but if you can, you have to learn how to tune into God and quieten yourself and learn how to go to the Word. And but but what you'll find is that you'll and it's more about developing that intimacy with God. You know, He's that still small voice, not the loud clangy things that we have in the world. And so really, it's, it's designed to help us deepen our relationship with God. That's what it's really designed yeah, to I, I love the radio analogy because, and, and I'm a shortwave radio guy, not a broadcaster, but a listener. Uh, and you, you can hear, I mean, I can hear from way around the world, if, especially yeah. if I get out, you know, in some places outside the city. Um, but if, if, if you were trying to explain this to someone, you know, 100, whatever, 50 years ago, um, before radio was invented, um, they would think you were insane. There's voices right now in the air, right? Yeah. I mean, they would. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah. You can you can find out what's going on around the world. Uh, you can hear music. Uh, you know, you can communicate with others on these little handheld sure. radios." They would look at you like you have lost your mind. And I think a lot of people, even in the church, sometimes go, "You hear God? I think you've lost your mind." And it's exactly what you say. And it, it's it's knowing to tune into that frequency and go, okay, there it is. And the way we do that, God's given us a shortcut, and that's through a scripture. And I think it's through uh, wise counsel, discipleship, learning, growing. It, it really is possible. And I think it's not just possible. Uh, I think it's necessary for the, the advanced discipleship because, man— I, I, there's been times in my life where I didn't know what to do. I prayed about something. I really sought God on it, and I felt like I had an answer, and I acted on it. And then you look back years later, and you go, okay, that really was God. And right. maybe you'll run across something in Scripture and go, oh, wow, that lines up with this right here. I just didn't know the Scripture at the time, you know, or I didn't know the application. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's really it's encouraging to know we can, um, but it is it is something that has to be handled with a level of right. sobriety, a seriousness. Um, one, of, one of the things I even, uh, I say this when we teach it, the first thing we say is hearing God. I th you think of hearing, <laughs> but God communicates all the time. <laughs> right. So he's communicating to us. 
And um, I'm, I mean, there's impressions, there's dreams. Uh, you've, you know, you, people say, well, it was intuition. A lot of times it's the Lord. Mm-hmm. And we just, I felt like I wasn't supposed to do something and then I did it and found out later, that, that was God for sure, I shouldn't have done that. And there's a lot of things, so it's really more of learning how to tune in to, to God's channel yeah. and to listening and, and being aware, spiritually aware of a lot of things that are going on. I've shared things with people and I've sat there and go, I think that was for me. <laughs> I'm, telling, I'm talking to somebody, but I felt like, okay, that was something for me. So there's so many ways. And so that's really what we're trying to do is to take out the mysticism and to take out the, the weirdness. Mm-hmm. And again, we we tell people, don't you get, you think you've got something from God, be sure and check it out with those that you're in relationship with spiritual authority and all of that. But it is, God is communicating with us. That's, he's a personal God. And well, that's for us. And, and a big part of hearing, uh, I know from my marriage and from my own failures is understanding because I've heard words coming out of my wife's mouth and, and reflected back what I was hearing. And she's like, you're not hearing me. <laughs> you know, right? I, mean, I think anybody in any kind of relationship has been through that. And unfortunately we can do that. We can go to the Bible and we can read something and yeah. completely misinterpret it and misapply it. And there's no mm-hmm. understanding there. And you may be reading the Bible and not hearing God. So, I mean, right. you, what you're talking about is so important. I mean, it, it's we have to we have to do this in order to be mature Christians. And I know you've taught these things in that, uh, the last two basic training and, and setting the captives free equally as important. Um, but what have we what have you seen? Uh, we don't have time to go the details. People just go to the website uh, and, and get the books and join in the discipleship program. But what have you seen, Pastor Terry, as people at different times and seasons have come through the church, through the teaching? How has it changed them? Well, I think that, the again, the back to making disciples, that's a personal deal. No one can make you do anything. So you have to choose to follow God, you have to choose to love, you have to choose to forgive. You, you, But because of what Jesus has done at the cross, we can do that. Mm-hmm. And so again, all these materials, all we've done is try to design them in such a way to help people, give them a platform to be able to, to give them a solid foundation. Like I said, lots of teachings out there, lots of good teachings out there, but these are really basic foundations. And uh, it's pretty scriptural. As you've looked through the books, you can see that we we don't vary a whole lot. We've got a few stories, but basically it's pretty scriptural. And what we have found is that, again, that's what people really need. They need the Word. Yeah, it's it's very scriptural. <laughs> Your colloquialism might confuse a few outside of our area, uh, but it's, it's very scriptural. But here's, So what have you seen in the way of transformed lives for people that have taken the time to disciple to go through we've seen just that we've seen people that continue to grow yeah and that's what we're we're trying to do the every word planted is a seed that's sown and uh, every everything that prayer that you pray and so when we when plant the word it is going to come up now the enemy tries to steal the word that's what we're told of the parable of the store of the seed but the reality is is that Listen, it's going to come up. 
And so what we've seen is over long term, it, it affects people's lives. And again, uh, Jesus said that he is the foundation, but be careful how you build on it. And what I tell people is that when it says in Matthew 7, the storm's gonna come, they, yes, it's gonna come. The house built upon the rock is going to stand. And that rock is obviously Jesus and his word. Yeah. And uh, so that's what we've seen. We've seen people, it helps them, it anchors them, it gives them a better foundation, it gives them a more secure foundation. Because if your foundation, well, your foundation determines the building. Mm -hmm. And uh, they build these big buildings, they have to dig a deep foundation. And so that's what we're talking about. You can't get a better foundation than Jesus Christ yeah. and his word. Yeah, and you know the only difference between the the one who built his house on a rock and one who built his house on the sand. They, they both came and they heard the word. The difference is the one that did it. And discipleship yeah. is the doing it. That's so, right. Yeah, I appreciate what you're doing, Pastor Chamber. Great to see you. Uh, you guys have been such wonderful supporters and friends of the ministry and servants uh, and, and out there discipling people for so many years. We appreciate you. Is there anything you want to mention before I let you go? No, we're doing fine. Thank you for having me on. Oh, and uh, thank you for the opportunity to share. We obviously love you guys and have uh, been friends for a long, long time. Yep, and we appreciate you. The uh, There's what the books look like, uh, advancedbiblicalfoundations.org. And, of course, you really need to go to the website, it looks like that, to get all of the resources because there's lots of ways to, to work it out. And that's what we're really talking about. We're talking about working out your salvation, growing in Christ, becoming mature, which makes you more effective uh, and yeah. it's such a good thing. So appreciate you guys being here. Judy, keep dreaming. I appreciate those of you who have subscribed. If you haven't subscribed, followed, or liked, please do that now. You'll get more notifications of encouraging interviews like this. Uh, and uh, hit share. Disciple others. You can start that right now. Hit that share. Say, hey, let's do this together. Let's go to the website, get the materials. Let's walk through this together. What a great idea. We can grow. Appreciate you being here. We'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live. You need to know what God's book says. <laughs> it's God's word, brother. It's food, spiritual. It's God's book.